Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show where a man completely immersed in anime culture torments his co-host, who is only allowed to watch the shows featured here. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext. Alongside over 100 hours of exclusive bonus material, all episodes uploaded to Patreon are completely ad-free, even to non-patrons. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And a spoonful of spoons helps the spoons go down. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, uh, there's there's something I have to apologize for. Uh, I imagine many things, but... Well, yeah. It's okay, it happens to a lot of men your age. <laughs> it's fine! I still had a good time! Oh, shit. You know, I'm just gonna let that one be. Uh, you know, we can just set that to the side and just kind of let it, let it ride, you know? It'll, it, it's comfy there. It'll it'll be in the room. You can look at it if you like, but we're just gonna leave it there. Um, Remington, uh, the thing I need to apologize for is uh, it's the month of February. It is. It is. And the closest thing we did to romance was the girl with glasses. Yeah, yeah. It, we, you know, it, it's not been. But I mean, I I thought it was really romantic uh, when you did an episode with Dylan. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I, I thought I thought that was just real cute. Yeah, no, it was incredibly romantic. Uh save for the part where I was suffering, you know? <laughs> like that that was What is love but another kind of suffering? Yeah, well, I mean it's suffering I usually consent to. That's that's the big thing. Like <laughs> I want my suffering to be brought on by my own decisions rather than than a goth man uh in the next room being like well, Sean, you're going to be watching this right now. And I'm like, I, I just don't want to. I just don't want to. And it's going to be... So, <laughs> is it safe to assume we're covering some some romance? It is, Remington. And I figured I would pick a romance anime that, uh, well, seems to be doing everything right on from the outset. Because, Rem, the thing you hate most about a romance anime is, uh, let's say, when they over-sexualize young people, right? Boy, that that's that's pretty high up on the list. Yeah, dude, yeah. I don't love don't love that. Well, I got some great news for you, Rem. <laughs> uh, this this cast of characters, they are all adults. All right, good start. That being said, uh, the romance anime about adults have not been successful on this podcast either. That is true. That is true. But hey, maybe this is the one that'll change that. And it's also, maybe maybe. And it's also been a while since we've done like a very pure-hearted shoujo anime as well. Okay, all right. So we're doing some some romance shoujo. Gonna see some flower petals. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be nice and fluffy. There are gonna be some very pretty boys. Uh, and, you know, romance in the air in a college setting. So they're at least adults, which is nice and helpful. And the... Uh, it's pretty. It's a pretty straightforward show with one little interesting aspect about the main character. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the sh- the show in question we're going to be talking to is uh the show we're going to be talking to. Excuse me. That uh, that'd be weird. Is it, I don't want it to be an interactive. I would feel weird <laughs> if this is just me talking to like a fucking VTuber in some weird blind date. Made all the more uncomfortable the fact that I'm in a happy relationship <laughs> and I would have no idea how to engage with any of that. Oh, God. I That would be amazing to see, regardless. Oh, God. I... Look. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> dating a VTuber may seem like the worst thing you can do. 
but you know, everybody deserves a chance at love. And oh God, let me tell you, Rem, you don't know much about VTuber news lately, but uh, I look. Maybe I'll tell you about it in a pre banter, but there's some shit that's gone down recently that is just juicy, <laughs> juicy in oh. all the worst ways. Um, uh, but we're not here to talk about VTuber drama. No, uh, the show we're going to be watching today is simply titled uh, Yubisaki Torianren, or the uh, proper English translation is A Sign of Affection. Uh, okay, not pretty, pretty, pretty standard. Nothing. Yeah crazy there yep and the title itself kind of leads way into the uh basic premise about it it's about our main character uh yuki itose and okay. she is a uh young college student and i'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to think because especially like i'm like all right it's such a bland name that i feel like there's something to it right uh and then it's just figuring out what well I'm... so i'm like all right sign sign of affection it is a romance shoujo about animate street signs. <laughs> but it plays it, other than the fact that they are sentient signs, they play it completely straight. You know, I'd watch a short series about that. <laughs> Stop sign, obviously a tsundere, oh, right? I mean, or even yeah. a kudere. Yeah. Um... Uh, no, definitely. Okay, it has probably probably soon to write. Yeah, know. right. Because it's very it's very abrasive at first, but it's only it, yeah do, abrasive. It's only doing and that it's like, because it cares about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Because like you got to stop and then make sure it's safe and then you can proceed. You know, you got to get past that hard shell. Um, <laughs> whereas the wishy washy yield sign, you know, it could go either way. Because not everybody listens. Dead to end. That one. They're just they're they're just asexual. <laughs> you try going down that path and nothing comes of it. You know? Yep, and you gotta uh, no 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 U turns. They want commitment. They want it now. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but unfortunately, no, Rem. It's not. It's not that. Um, it is a. It is gonna be the second anime that has this aspect to it that we've covered. And I'm curious to see if uh you'll think this one did it better or not. Uh, because is it another blind girl? <laughs> uh, no, Remington, not blind. Uh, deaf. Ah, I see. I see. A sign of affection, as in sign language. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I okay, I knew there was something. Yep. Uh, I, I was just a little bit off. Uh, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> yeah, sentient traffic signs versus you know humans with sign language, completely different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yuki is hearing impaired, and you know she's gone through her whole life as you know being deaf, so only not being in a world that is so controlled and run by visuals and sounds. And her world is very different from the ones that everybody around her experiences. And she's, you know, a little shy, a little meek because of it. And one day in her uh, in her college years, she uh, comes in contact with um, a fellow by the name of uh, Itsuomi Nagi, who is, you know, your tall, handsome, bishonen type fella who is, well, world-traveled, knows many different languages, is... You know, very much just a cool college dude who's seen way more of the world than she ever has, and is she is kind of enamored by him and wants to see more into his world, and he also is curious about her and wants to kind of see her world as well. So you know, it's it's, it's a pretty straightforward little little love story about her and her friends, and you know the dichotomy of being in a world where sound isn't really the a driving force, but is also you know a main aspect of it and seeing how people 
uh, treat her as well as how she gets by. It's a, you know, it's a pretty straightforward story. It's a shoujo with a deaf protagonist. Uh, well, I, I has potential. Uh, obviously, anytime you introduce elements like this, uh, there is uh, more room than I would like for it to go horrendously awry. Uh, but I, I will be confident, you know, it's, it's, it's the month of love and affection, and so I, I will be receptive to it. All right, let's get a cute, adorable romance that does it well, I believe. Hey, and at the very least, it, it has adults, it's gonna be fluffy, and you know what? Any fun shoujo melodrama that comes of it, hopefully it'll be to your taste. Uh, but without further ado, let's go straight into it. Let's go watch some Sign of Affection. Researching topics for the show isn't always as easy as checking reviews, watching the show, and reading a few discussion boards. Sometimes I have to go to some rather unsavory websites, and that's when I have to use my browser's little friend. You know the little guy with a hat and glasses when you open up incognito mode for a little bit of late night uh, research? That guy has seen some shit. <laughs> Good thing he knows how to keep a secret. Oh wait, he doesn't. Just take a look at the headlines regarding a recent $5 billion lawsuit regarding incognito tracking. Even with Mr. Incognito on duty, every single thing you've ever clicked on is fully visible to anyone who owns your Wi-Fi. Who's that, you ask? Could be any number of things. Your work, your school's IT department, your parents. If that sounds concerning, you probably need ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an easy-to-use app that sends 100% of your traffic through their encrypted servers, so no matter your choice in research or cinema, it cannot be seen by anyone. It's like a super incognito mode that actually works. And speaking of cinema, ExpressVPN also unlocks a ton of new movies and TV shows because you can choose where in the world you want to be. Which is very helpful for us because as of late, it's been pretty difficult to access uh, certain websites in Utah. I just had yet another rewatch of Lord of the Rings trilogy, even though it's not usually available on Netflix. How you ask? I used ExpressVPN to switch my location to Australia. Fargo isn't on Netflix, ExpressVPN to Canada, and there it is. Cowboy Bebop? French Netflix. Boom! So easy. I can literally go to more than a hundred different countries and watch basically whatever I want on any streaming platform. Plus, ExpressVPN works on all my devices. I can use it on my phone, TV, computer, whatever. So I can watch whatever I want. Everything from Netflix to OnlyFans without the world knowing about it. I love ExpressVPN so much, I even got them to give you an incredible deal. If you use our special link, expressvpn.com slash A-O-O-C, you'll get three extra months completely free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash A-O-O-C to help support the podcast and get three extra months of ExpressVPN absolutely free. And we are back after watching four whole episodes of 2024's A Sign of Affection. And Remington, did this scratch the romance itch that you've needed all month, even though that this episode is probably actually coming out right after February ends? But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's having, fine. We, we, we didn't do a proper Valentine's Day special because, you know, our anniversary and whatnot. But I that this is close enough, right? It's Hey, any, any episode that has us in it is a Valentine's Day special, all right? <laughs> More fuel for the shippers, I see. Uh, but Remington, uh, did this uh, show do better than other shojos in 
that we've covered in the past? Or is this just another fluffy, fluffy, fua, fua, uh, comfort show to watch pretty boys crushing over a girl type of thing? Uh, you know, bit of column A, bit of column B. Okay. So, first episode, we open up a little bit of introspection about uh, the, the snow outside and whether love is like snow. Uh, it's shoujo, you're gonna get a lot of that. I mean, the main character is called Yuki, which is snow in Japanese. So. <laughs> I, I don't know if you caught that. Oh, but, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the show ain't subtle <laughs> at no. any point. It's a cotton candy show, but it's a cotton candy show with an adult cast, which I can appreciate. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, very much so. So we have uh, the meet cute moment uh, where our protagonists meet one another, right? Uh, and later on, later on, when Yuki is chatting with her friend Rin, uh, she chats about this mysterious man uh, because she knows that they're like friends and stuff, hmm. uh, and finds out that it's Asumi. It's Sumi. So. Uh, Yuki crushing hard on Itsumi. Uh, meanwhile, Rin, the friend, is crushing hard on Itsumi's boss. Sure, why not? They go to the cafe together so that they can see uh, the two gents and and just eyeball them a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a handful of moments that they all share. Uh, the show has a lot of really fun facial expressions, which is uh, very nice. Adds a lot of personality to it. That being said, uh, what... Overall, I, I like the variations of our style. One negative is when it gets weird CGI and looks... It's its like reminiscent of what I've seen of Ruby in some moments, oh, which wow. is very Cons- weird and also not great because yeah, that's a budgetary difference right there. Yeah, no, I mean, because the only Ruby you've seen is fucking OG early Ruby. Yes. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. So uh, yeah, they're they're not, just, it's just, not so common that it's much of an issue, but it is definitely yeah, it, noticeable. Yeah, it's just a little bit jarring every time. Uh, but they they all have some fun at the the cafe. Some foreigners enter the cafe, uh, and Yuki is aware of how Itsumi interacts with them, but also doesn't know like what they're talking about. Uh, not only because there's a language barrier, but because she can't even she obviously can't hear them. Then she's thinking about asking Itsumi out, but she doesn't. Uh, fortunately, Itsumi is like, hey, uh, I can walk you guys home. And Rin is like, actually, you know what? I'm fine. I'm totally good. But Yuki would love you to walk her home. Because uh, <laughs> Rin, Rin knows her role, all right? She knows what she's doing here. <laughs> I mean, you gotta have a good wingman. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, and Rin is gonna be that for Yuki. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Yuki and Itsumi, they, they go home, they share contact info, um, and, like, basically, at the end of the first episode, they more or less casually express their feelings to each other. It's not outright and overt, but it's obvious enough, uh, which is a bold move for a shoujo to make in its first episode. Uh, usually, they, like, to spend 10 episodes doing nothing, then they get together. <laughs> nah, see, Rem, this is modern shoujo, uh, where see, they actually make progress. Uh, like, they'll make some big steps of progress uh, and then fluff about for a little bit because you still got to have some of that fluffiness. I mean, shoujo, shoujo is cotton candy in a lot of ways, especially shoujo romance. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, one thing I do like uh, with this first episode is just with Yuki because they Yuki is more or less a silent protagonist 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it forces the creators and the artists to add character to her movement and physicality as well, which I appreciate because that is an element that is almost always forgotten about in any show, but especially anime uh, that I've seen, where it's just like, ah, yes, every character model looks basically the same in the same pose, doing the same stuff, and it's like, ah. So it's nice to see a a little bit more of an emphasis there. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do get to hear her inner voice, of course, but, you know, it's it's nice that we can have perspective of what she looks like to others, you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because the... the, the, premise of the show is we're kind of getting a lot of things from her perspective um, and how she experiences things. But as probably the vast majority of people who are watching this are not in her situation, being able to see what she looks like from other outside perspectives is just as important. Yeah. So episode two, uh, Yuki and Rin uh, get together again. They see Itsumi. They say hello. Uh, Itsumi is just flying out to Laos. He's a world traveler. So he's just going to be there for the weekend. How dreamy. Uh, how dreamy. Uh, and then as as this group is just chatting some more, we meet uh, another character, Ushi. Ushi, I think I'm pronouncing that right, but who the fuck knows? I mean, I haven't corrected you on any of your pronunciations so far. I'm just I'm just happy that you're actually naming them by name. Uh, <laughs> like, I know, right? That's a big step for you, Ram. Uh, Ushi is introduced uh, with this line. Your childhood friend is looking this way. Bad, dumb, oh, fuck, oh, no. First of all, this didn't need that. You don't need a bad cliche in there, and you don't need to introduce it with terrible dialogue that's just so on the nose and unnatural. Yeah, because, like, literally, like, if they had cut that line of dialogue uh, completely, it would have been fine because we could have, like, inferred that they were childhood friends based on how they interacted. Oh, yeah, or just, like, keep fucking watching. It's pretty easy to, like, yeah. you'll assume, and that will be confirmed. Like, yeah. uh, but then even, I, Ushi could just be removed as a whole. Mm-hmm. He, it, it's trying to do a little love triangle thing. Yep. Of course. Uh, it does so terribly, because Ushi is an asshole. He's <laughs> a fucking jerk, my dude. Uh, so he, he can hear, but because his sister was deaf, He learns sign language, and so he's able to communicate to Yuki in that way, right? But he is wildly possessive. He is wildly entitled. Uh, He's just... Oh, and also just really creepy and condescending and infantilizing. Yeah, he's very ableist. He's very infantilizing to people who are deaf, Um, which... and, And this is going to get into an overarching problem. I don't think that that's what the show thinks it was doing with this character. I think when Ushi is saying things like, oh, they, they deaf people, they just need to be kept safe uh, away from all the dangers. They, they need to be protected, blah, blah, blah. I think that the creator thinks that's a sympathetic point to make or worldview. And watching the show, it unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not just Ushi who's infantilizing to to those with disabilities it's also just the kind of the show itself um which ain't great uh it's nice to have representation fantastic uh it's different it's uh it's nice when this happens so that it's out there and that it exists uh but when when you portray the character often as just you know 
a, a somewhat helpless cliche a lot of the time, and you don't earnestly grapple with a lot of the lived realities to the degree that maybe you should. To At times, it can feel like the deafness is almost just an aesthetic choice for this anime, and certainly not all the times. There are times where it does make good, interesting decisions, but there's more exceptions than I would like to that. <laughs> and, and so I think the show ends up being supportive, having representation, but being a little bit infantilizing and condescending at the same time. Yeah, I don't completely disagree with that. Uh, I believe that the original author of this uh, got a lot of information from uh, a deaf friend and things of that nature, but I think it might just be a combinate a bad combination of the shoujo tropes mixed with like the subject matter itself, because some of like the uh, big uh, issues are pretty common shoujo tropes as well. But when you pair it with the the nature of being deaf, it kind of amplifies them in a bad way. Exactly. And and that's yeah. one of the things that I think is interesting to note about representation in media as a whole uh, and being aware of it. Uh, like, hey, it's not a huge deal to just nonchalantly have representation in whatever media, even though it has a bunch of tropes, whatever. Uh, in, in fact, by being more casual with it, you will often overall help normalize it in, in positive ways. That being said, it is very nice if you can be mindful and aware because a lot of existing cliches and tropes, when you introduce an ingredient that is not often seen with those tropes and cliches, uh, such as a, a disabled main character, then you need to be aware and mindful of the things you usually take for granted because that may radically change the message you are trying to send. Uh, and I, I think you're spot on. It really is largely just a consequence of throwing it in there, having all the tropes still exist more or less as is. Uh, but now it's like, ah, it, it changes or magnifies some of those less savory elements mm -hmm. uh, in ways that uh, don't seem intentional. But, it, you, you know... I would encourage any other creators uh, to to be aware of those things. And it doesn't even mean maybe you, you can lean in to that, right? Uh, you're like, I'm going to use these tropes, introduce this new ingredient, and it's going to really fuck with those tropes. And I embrace that because it's going to be fascinating. It's when it's a little bit careless, a little bit thoughtless, or just... Uh, uh, just done because it's easy, which it seems like is the case in Sign of Affection, that it, it just gets a little bit problematic. By no means is does is that, like, the death knell of the show. No. Uh, but I think that it is at least worth discussing. And who knows, maybe as the show gets deeper and deeper into things and moves past, like, the initial, you know, the initial early growing pains of a new show, Joe, maybe it explores these uh, themes in a more complex and nuanced way without heavily relying on the early shoujo tropes. Because uh, I think at the, uh, without having read any of the manga, obviously, and at the time of this recording, I think only seven episodes total are out. So it still has room to grow and places to be. And as far as I can tell, it seems like a fairly solid show overall. All it's oh, just yeah. that when you point out these little inconsistencies with the representation and the uh older old school tropes, that it kind of has its issues. And like, by yeah, no means I... is it like a requirement for any media featuring 
uh, a representation of a, a less represented group. Uh, by no means do that. does all of that need to explore deep, nuanced themes of uh, their particular category. Not every black character needs to have a bunch of monologues about how their race has affected them up till now. That doesn't fit for every show. That doesn't fit for every story. Uh, and once again, casual representation is also very good representation. But awareness is is just a, a nice, positive wherever it ends up, you know? Yeah, and I'm just glad that the authors, because uh, it's uh, two authors, essentially. One did the illustration and one did the uh, writing. Uh, they consulted with a sign language specialist and they wanted to get things as accurate as possible. It's just that the combination, it's the combination. The combination is where it's tricky. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'm willing to put a little faith in it and say that it, uh, down the line it, addresses things a little better because yeah I'll, I'll agree with you completely um i can't remember exactly the pronunciation but based on like the spelling i think his name is actually oshi rather than ushi yeah uh and i think he is a the consummate dickish best uh childhood friend and just when you pair that with <laughs> with her being deaf and him being overly protective for the worst reasons it's not great but who knows? Maybe there'll actually be some character growth for it, him as well. It transforms like overbearing, but with good intentions to ableist asshole. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, yikes. It's, it's not the Instagram filter you want on your uh, potential secondary protagonist. Or oh, cer cer yeah, certainly not. Certainly not. Yeah. Uh, so, so, like... so Itsumi, he's going to go off to uh, Laos and he's like, they're, they're texting each other. And he's like, do you want any souvenir? And she's like, sure. And then she straight up sends the squirt emoji. Girl, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta calm down, alright? I mean, to be you fair, You gotta Rem, chill. Have you seen him? <laughs> Look at him. Holy. Oof. And he's world-traveled, and he takes an interest in you? Like, come on. Like, that, oof. I'm just saying, you can't be like, oh, I'm so shy and nervous, and then send emojis like that, all right? You gotta, whoa, uh, thing, uh, things are really picking up the pace here. Uh, well, it, <laughs> would it shock you to know, Remington, I've never used that emoji? Uh, would it shock you to learn that I constantly use that emoji? Yeah, you constantly send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong! I'm aware! <laughs> That and the heavy panting emoji, like those are the those are the two most frequent emojis I get from you. And as someone who doesn't use emojis, I could just be misconstruing some things, Remington. But I don't know. Just like a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what it means. You know, panting, squirt, squirt, panting, eggplant. That's that's how you thumbs up in this day and age, right? It's oh, oh fuck. Eyes emoji. <laughs> Yep, yep. So, we we get some more stuff about childhood, best friend. Do not give a shit. I cannot muster up the will to care. One interesting thing, so Yuki, she has uh, bright pink hair, right? Uh, yep. You know, anime. But then in the flashback, uh, we see that she had brown hair. And I was like, holy shit! So it's actually like, her hair is actually pink. She dyed her hair. Oh yeah. my god! Uh, that... Shouldn't be as wild of a thing, but it was wild. As well as the fact that they just didn't make a huge deal out of it. They were like, yeah, yeah the audience will figure that out. And, and we did. And it's like, look, these aren't huge steps. 
These are not. <laughs> no. <laughs> These, like, this shouldn't be as big of a deal as it is. But. Look, <laughs> you and I have been on the record multiple times saying that we love and adore straightforward, subtle storytelling. Yeah. And anytime we get a little taste of it, it just gives us more hope for the show we're currently watching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I love that fact. But it does also mean that uh, 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 Itsuomi is is definitely just a silver-haired young man, which is, you know, interesting to think about. <laughs> not going to yeah. complain about that. Yeah. Uh, so, episode three, Yuki makes a little sign language guide for, for her boy, uh, but she is, is getting uh, confused. It's, it's not easy to make, but she does. And it's, like, insanely well put together. Uh, it, I'll be honest, it probably, it had to have taken dozens of hours, oh, yeah. probably just look at an online guide, but it's very thoughtful, uh, especially because she, she gives it to him and he's like, I probably won't use it though. Cause I probably prefer just for you to teach me. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but Rem, it's so cute. It is cute. <laughs> and especially when they, uh, compare hand sizes, you know, it's super, uh, ooh, ooh. it's getting that little fluffy, fluffy, uh, <laughs> shoujo vibes to it and i adore <laughs> yeah. it so episode three unfortunately it just wants to establish the love web even further uh i hear you thinking remington you what it, it it's supposed to be a love triangle uh you have the three characters one one who absolutely sucks but that's not a web ah well you see there's uh a, a foreign woman named emma who's super into itsumi and he's less interested in her but it's just how it goes and so that's another ingredient, I guess. Why? Why? <laughs> These, I, I don't think this side of things, I don't, I don't think this show is doing drama very well at all, right? Which is why it's crazy to me that it's trying to dabble so much in that domain. The, the slice of life romance side of things, I think it's doing pretty good. It, it's personable. Uh, Yuki is a likable protagonist. Lots of fun moments. Silly facial expressions. Uh, somebody you can root for, right? Uh, friendship with Rin, very strong. Uh, the romance, pretty simple, but uh, but not too shabby. But uh, everything beyond that <laughs> kind of sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I, I, I feel like I feel like they should have just scrapped all of that. Scrapped all of that. Genuinely, make it an a fun slice of life about two friendly couples. Uh, because Rin, the cafe owner, Itsumi, Yuki, they're all fun. They have a good dynamic together. I, that's enough. That's enough. All the other bullshit? Not good. Eh, maybe uh, it'll get better. You never know. I guess, but thus far it has been very consistently the worst part of the show. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> uh, I just want to see the cute interactions. And the uh, decent uh, representation when it is decent. Yeah. Uh, episode four, uh, we, we have some more moments with all of the characters uh, that, that we uh, we care about, right? Uh, some more weird best friend drama. Uh, some, some of the other characters, uh, the cafe owner, is a little bit nervous and hesitant uh, about the budding romance between Yuki and Itsumi because he's like, look, I, I know my boy Itsumi. A lot of girls fall for him, but he's kind of focused on other things right now. I'd love for this romance to happen, but I don't I don't know if it's gonna. And I don't want anybody to get hurt. Uh which is a nice human perspective. Love it. Fantastic. Uh yeah, they go he to just doesn't see that his boy is also falling for her. 
Yeah. Well, and I, I do like that up till now, we've gotten indications, but nothing 100% that Itsumi is into Yuki. It's like, oh yeah, that all makes sense, but then you're like, well, but it could just be that he's like, that's kind of his personality. And so he he's a bit of a, there, there's a bit of a barrier to understanding him emotionally, which works because that's also what Yuki is trying to do, right? Hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, he's, he's obviously falling for her as well. They go to Costco, all four of them have, have a great time there. Um, I think this is the first time we've seen anime Costco. <laughs> I know. It, it's Normally it's anything else, but I'll, I'll the, take the it. The amount of whack Donalds I've seen. So this many whack first Donalds. Co- first Costco. Yeah. I want more Costco representation in my anime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or Wham's Club, if you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, this episode three, sim- it's a lot of what's wrong with this show. Uh, episode four, a lot of what's right. We still get we we still get Oshi around early on in this episode, and it it's a drag. But after that, when it's just the four of them hanging out together, love it. Yeah. Uh, genuinely, I feel like maybe what I want isn't this show. What I want is a movie adaptation of this show that just really focuses on the four characters. Right. Mm. Uh, here here here's what it is it's just the four of them. They're, you can just have like a little like summer vacation movie with them, right? Uh, in, in line, I'm totally thinking of when uh, like a cartoon network or something would do those cartoon hour long movies, right? And right. they were the hypest shit in the world. <laughs> You'd be all right. So, so kids, yeah, yeah, all right, listen up, Gen Z. So, before we had all these streaming <laughs> uh, services, we had cable. Um, <laughs> not just Gen Z, we got also Gen Alphas as well. And Gen Alpha too, goddamn. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and it would be like, hey, here's this hype ass movie of your favorite show, uh, where all of these characters, and it would be like better animation, higher budget, different like angles. The characters would wear different costumes, and you'd be like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it like, was a uh, big that- deal. The one that always came to mind for me that I was always excited to see was, uh, oh god, what was it? Uh, Channel Chasers, Fairly Odd Parents. You remember that? Oh one? yeah, yeah, yeah. I- iconic, iconic. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, less iconic, but for whatever reason, they made three of them. Uh, the <laughs> Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. You say less iconic. I say more iconic, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is ingrained in my childhood now. I, I, I'll be honest. I think I only remember the general plot to one of them. Uh, because it, oh, it was, it was weird because each one had like multi-parts and it was weird anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but, but that's what I'm picturing. Uh, and then you could have like a little bit of drama, but the focus is mostly on them just like interacting together and, and that, that's more so what I want from, from these mm-hmm. characters. You're uh, not interested in the tropey shoujo drama. You just want to see, uh, the cute little relationships unfold. Yeah, I, I I want just to see the dynamics between the four people that I give any amount of shit about and kind of fuck everything else. <laughs> like, and you, and you just want to see Oshi get hit by a, a truck. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, it, fair. And, and so I, and I, I do think that that might be, because thus far, despite trying to introduce more dramatic elements... I, I mean, th- there's, there's not much of a plot in the show. It's just standard shoujo fair... They're getting together cool. And, and they front-loaded a lot of that. <laughs> Once again, by the end of episode one, 
both characters have a pretty good idea that the other one is at least interested in them. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it's like, all right, so where do you go from there? Uh, and I- I'm fine if it's just, let's see how their relationship blossoms with some friendly characters. That's an acceptable answer. Um, a less acceptable answer is, oh, but you know, what about, what about the, they could end up, Itsumi could end up with Emma, you know, who not? and then, and then maybe Yuki ends up with Oshi, and you're like, no, first of all, never gonna happen, second of all, I don't care about them. Yeah, no, look, if you want to introduce alternate romance options, you gotta make them seem at least a little appealing. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit, because right. I haven't mentioned much about Emma because she's been sidelined from the onset, uh, but she's the one in- foreigner introdu- is introduced that is interested in Itsumi. And uh, she... Mean, she's not even a full foreigner. Like, I think her full name is like uh, Emma Natsuki or something like that. Yeah, uh, Nakazono, she, excuse me. She, she's, she's just uh, annoying. She shows up drunk and is like, Itsumi, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. And then he, uh, one thing I do appreciate about Itsumi is that he is a gentle asshole, but he knows yep. it. He owns it, right? Yep. Where he's just, anytime he, he interacts with Emma or Oshi, he's basically just like, instead of accepting that this love rivalry bullshit is going on, he's more or less just like, shut up. Let's be done with this. I don't, I do not give a shit. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. We, we respect a good, strong coup de ray man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tolerate the bullshit, all right? That's just yep. advice in your day-to-day life, all right? Look, don't engage or interact with people who are filled with drama and bullshit. It's just not worth it, all right? Uh, you, you Except can... for the times you get dragged into the drama and bullshit, then it's great for storytelling time later down the line. <laughs> well, it's great for storytelling time. It's not great to be in it. Uh, you you gotta set those those boundaries. Keep it. You can you can have friends who who get into a bit of drama. Uh, but you want to establish distance and boundaries sufficient that their drama doesn't bleed over. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. And if it starts uh, bleeding over, then you gotta handle it then and there before it becomes a problem. Because if you don't, oh, buddy boy, you're fucked. So many yeah. times people will like come up to me asking me for. For advice, you know, the, the great old Remington. Uh, you, you are a sage amongst our friends, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> uh, and, and, and well, sometimes, sometimes when people are asking for advice uh, and they're like, what would you do in this situation, Remington? I have to give them the very unfortunate answer that I wouldn't find myself in that situation. Such a cop-out answer, but it is very accurate. But it's true. <laughs> it's like, I would have removed myself 10 steps ago it's, it's like when you're watching a horror movie right and you're like oh man all right so so now that you're here well what what would you do and i'm like i wouldn't have walked down into the basement following a demon possessed girl i wouldn't have done that <laughs> so i wouldn't have caught get caught up in all the rest of it <laughs> i would have been done i would have been safe well, the question is, what kind of demon possessed girl are we talking about? You know? <laughs> it's a bunny girl. Bunny girl mill, so you're fucked. <laughs> I'm getting drawn in no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it for me. I'm the comic relief who dies early. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it is. It is. Oh, God. And you're the last girl or the very clever guy who gets out fucking immediately. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those are the only options. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm either not in the movie or I'm just throughout the entire movie. Yep. Those are the two options. Like, it's not very Cabins of the Woods of you, but, you know. It, if, if I'm the one who I, leaves first, there's all, there is a chance that I come back with reinforcements and then die, fr- die ironically from, uh, from the actual final girl, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Because they think I'm the killer or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's like, oh, he disappeared early. That must mean he is the killer. Uh, that kind of thing. It's like, hey, I brought back health. <laughs> Stabbed immediately. Yeah. That that would be the tragic end to you in a horror movie. Uh, or you would just survive because, you know. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. apparently I'm dead no matter what. That That's what's been established. I, I, look, I don't think you have much of a chance. <laughs> Especially when pretty girls are involved. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see. Uh, but thankfully, uh, that never happens to me, so I don't have to worry. Um, <laughs> I'm right here for you, Sean. Yeah, but I love you, buddy. I really do. But you're not the prettiest girl to me. Wow. The audacity. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying you're not a pretty girl, but you're not the <laughs> prettiest girl. You know? Just not, it's, it's just not my go-to pretty girl type, you know? Sure, sure, uh, sure. Uh, but yeah. Sign of affection. Overall? Uh, it does a lot of nice little things pretty well, but it, you just want to get rid of the tropey love triangle bullshit. Yeah, I, I think it's adherence to tropes, it's some some weirdness that's still on balance positive, but some weirdness with the how they do the representation uh, and any of the dramatic elements. Uh, all of those things bring it down. I still think that, like, for Shoujo, is it doing anything insanely innovative? Not really. The representation is probably the most interesting thing about it, uh, and and the rest is all pretty good. Uh, it is if if you're in shoujo, there, here you go. Eat up. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be eating well. Yeah. It is it is quite good cotton candy. Yeah. Premium, if you will. Um. Well, yeah. And I think that's about a fair as a review as I was expecting, honestly, because uh, it is probably one of the better romances of this season. Uh, whether or not it's the best, I couldn't tell you. I'd rather wait to finish all of them, but of the ones I've watched so far, that isn't a second season? Look, man, it's better than an anime that's simply titled, uh, Hokkaido, uh, Gals Are Super Adorable. Like, I, oh, no. I'm gonna pick this one over that one. Yeah. <laughs> just, just at first glance, you know? Because don't get me wrong, I like Hokkaido, and wouldn't mind visiting there one day. Um, in the summer, probably, because in the winter, it's cold as fuck, but... Look, I'm a little bit more interested in a little bit more nuance in my romantic anime. Um, but yeah, so I guess, uh, I, uh, do you have any guesses on what the Mal score is, Remington? I'm going to say that the Mal score, I think it's going to be pretty favorable. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, dude, I'm slightly less calibrated for Show Joe than I am Shonen. But I'm yeah, going to say either high sevens, low eights, so it's around, I think it's going to be around there. I'm going to say... 7.96. No, 7.94. Well, Remington, uh, with about uh, 22,000 ratings, um, it is a new currently airing show. It's only going to have 12 episodes, so who knows where it'll end up by the end. Yeah. But it only has 22,000 ratings. Uh, new shows always uh, fuck with my calibration hard. Oh, I know. That's why it's fun to do them, because it's interesting <laughs> to see how you uh, react to them. Plus, topical shows are good for the clicks. Yeah. Um. But uh, Yubisaki Torenren, or A Sign of Affection, is sitting nice and pretty at 8.30, actually. Oh, wow. uh, generally speaking, people who went into this seeing that it was a big fluffy shoujo with an uh, interesting premise were all in basically from the start. 
And any of the complaints that you listed are pretty much the common complaints. Yeah. Um, more people are pleased with the representation than uh, weirded out or disappointed by it. Uh, the love triangle stuff isn't everybody's favorites, but everybody seems to really enjoy the interactions of like of our main girl and main guy, as well as uh, her best friend. It just seems to be an overall very fluffy, fun, positive experience for everybody. And like, if you if you enjoy any shoujo, you're probably gonna enjoy this one. Yeah. Whether or not you keep enjoying it by the end of it, I could not tell you. But it's you know, it's it's shoujo. Yep. Got flowers and everything. <laughs> it does. It's very pink. And the protagonist is pink. Uh, not natural pink, though. So, you know, that if that, if that deters you, I'd understand. Uh, but with that in mind, Remington, I guess the final question I need to ask is, any chance you'd be interested in watching more of A Sign of Affection? Uh, yeah, dude, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the rest of the season and let you know if uh, if it's worth watching more of. Uh, or it, if it depends more how, of... Yeah, it depends how much Oshi there is. <laughs> yeah, if there's more, uh, then maybe not. But if there's less, then who, who knows? Or if he has, like, significant character development, if if that's he has different. if he has an episode that's all about him, then no. <laughs> you just you just don't want an episode all about this guy. Yeah, no, fuck that. Completely understandable. All right, so with that in mind, thank you all so much for tuning in. If you enjoy us talking about romance after February has officially ended, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever. They mean the world to us, and we do read every single one. And if that is uh, not enough for you. You can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext where myself, Dylan, and Remington occasionally play video games very poorly. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? All right. I do I do want to know. Uh, there, there was an issue in episode 299, and so... Okay. These are going to be the readings for both episode 299 and 300. What this means is, you know, there, there might be some weirdness going on. Uh, there'll be a little bit of uh, repetition from week to week. But it also means that, hey, you guys get a little little sneak peek of, of, what, uh, episode, uh, of, of what episode 300 is, if you're listening on episode 299. So that's kind of cool. That's kind of neat. Uh, you'll, you, you might be hyped. Uh, if, if you can piece it together, which you almost certainly will be able to. Uh, so, moving on, as always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who are sending their tendrils so far down our throats, and if we remove them, then we die. Oh, dear. And on that list, <laughs> we have, my name is First Now Bitch, oops, sorry, I was just overly excited, you're not a bitch, please don't hurt me. Zombie Stomp, Xanax, Yandere Neko, Waishon Waishon, When You Wish Upon a Haruhi, Well, Stuff My Ass and Call Me Cork Borkner, Week 5 of Asking for a DBZ Review, Finally, Sean, Walk Me Up Gently, Waiting for Rem's OnlyFans, Uwu, or I'll Find You, Uwu, Utah Number 1, Unhinged Prax, Totally God's Angel, Titan CNH, This Show is a Ploy to Get Joe Biden Reelected, the, 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 You Figured Us Out. <laughs> <laughs> we were hired uh, on. We, we mentioned Sophie's choices we, earlier. So, we were I mean. hired on by the Biden administration. We're, we're just fed shills uh, this whole time. Yeah, some might wonder. We're trying to get some might wonder how side. is how <laughs> is this accomplishing those goals? Great question. So uh, next we have the Susanator, uh, the pocket big hole you need in your pocket. Uh, the Danish Viking will conquer the world with Roranoir Zoro as my navigator. That guy who doesn't drink too much, it's not an addiction, I can quit whenever I want. Thanks for inviting me over, Sean, but can I please leave your Dokumakura fort now? Turban, Tails Williams, Super Zoo, Stacy's mom, someone asked me to name a greater philosophy than Nietzsche, I can't. 
Snakey Pie, Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Shoujo Addict, who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean wants to give Spoon Man a thank you, Yang. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> great, I don't know about great, that. Great, great mix of, of two two memes. Great, great blend. Two memes. Phenomenally done. Two memes forced by Matt's, you. <laughs> hey, I can't help it if I'm a meme machine, all right? I generate them so easily. I, 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 the things I say, they, they resonate with the people, all right? That's why I'm the voice of the people, because what I say resonates, such as Spoon Man all and right. thanking you. <laughs> Christ. Uh, uh, Sean, the Sean block is the best part of the Patreon reads. Sean wants to taste Elf Mommy's delicious dungeon. Sean, the nacho dip was ruined I'm because <laughs> of you. Someone could not, someone could have had a nut allergy. allergy. Oh, God. Sean saying area in general on two times speed sounds like Aryan general. Sean ruined my happy sugar life when he, God, I just really loved the Spoon Man. Sean puts the bar in Cappy the Spoon Man comes. Sean the Roly-Poly Rollins. Sean, happy 300 episodes. Sean adding uh, to the Sean block. Sean, I need more sensual. Sean, close to the mic, Sean. Sean had a last that could go all night, but he got out of breath when he had to blow her up. Sean can do 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 these nuts. Shadow cryptid milf, Seraphim the shark plushie. So go to Kai, that's what she said. Say hi to that guy's girlfriend, think it's Haley. <laughs> Uh, Ross Palmer, Rico the, Rico the Don Hero, Randon Williams, Remington is right, Rem uses the trumps of liberation to free all weebs from bad anime, Rem said April Fool's 2 had a musical episode, so here's 10 bucks, Rem Rem, 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 uh, are you okay? How was yesterday, dude? I, it sounded like you were having a stroke. Rem doesn't completely hit my favorite shows. Rem and Ram are best waifus, and I will murder all who disagree. Pro tip is out of context. The moneyed and powerful are the are only powerful because we agreed to their paradigm. We paradigm we can stop at any time. Par Professor Fox, Paco Musico, no waifu, no waifu, nine oh seven. Nick, nice late stage dukes makes mango doo doo doo. Necrodancer fourteen fifteen. My new manga is about the search for a fabled hidden stash of yellow soap. It's called Golden Kame, says Miska. Uh, Mikika seven here to Murbicorn fire making Patreon accounts until Sean shows. Rem Healer Girl, 14. Uh, oh no. <laughs> 14? Uh, no, there, there, there are not 14. They're, they are gaslighting us. They have to be. <laughs> <laughs> they are gaslighting us. Oh. They would not give us that much money for one they anime. They shouldn't. Uh, make, make fake mile count so I can rate Forest Fair 5 10 out of 10. Macaroni Uchisa, Link Jokerl, Kylo, King Richrock, Cassidy, Just Watch SAO, Alice Underworld Part 2, Episode 1, Yikes, do 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 do. Jurgidius, Joshua D, Jax, Jamhands, imagine a sequel to E.T., that's a horror comedy. Icon Scout, I'm technically committing a felony uh, to listen to y'all at work. I was hoping Rem would dislike even more than he did and validate my opinion. I Remington Chase, and once again reminding you that Sean thinks you should fuck your sister. Glenn Michael Dolan, Ginger Weeb, Furble the Merble Derble Shaburble, uh, Fantide, Esteban Espino, Erica McCorkle, edgy awkward girl born and raised in a Roman Catholic household in Castlevania is a work of art. Dungeon Meshi is almost as good as SAO. Yikes. Do do do, it's Spoon Man. Domo, <laughs> Dillian looks like modern Nathan Explosion. Daniel Riot, Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Countrified Goth has emerged from her depression cocoon and decided to change her name. Uh, Chungus Wungus Dungus, Chris Thorstat, Cheese Monkey, Celestial Fox, Cat Girls are best girls, so give them cute little paws. Rock art for Jew dudes running away from the Monty Python rabbit. Bling Spoon Man, man Bling Spoon Spoon Man, Bling Spoon Spoon Capybara. Uh, Bert Bartholomew Flem, Bento Kato, a bi-girl seeking tickets to Yamfest. Been a while since I've changed my name on here, but I've got a third 4.0, I can't believe it. I'm also changing my name, my major from funeral, 
Angel for a good cause, and every day that raven comes to visit, Amazing Muffin, AJ Tunnels, Aisha Gudgy, Adele Girl, Dot. Now we move on to the uh, Boy Wizard tier, where everybody will be given a random color combined with uh, an, an archetype, uh, kind of like tarot. So, you know, it, it works. Okay. Who does Sean I mean... like more, Judy Hops or Elf Milfs? You get the Beige Addict. Uh, start off weird. Uh, Viper, you, you get the Jet Black God. Vincent Calabrese, you get... I think that's just what we call Dylan in private time. <laughs> you get the Pine Green Prince, which actually kind of works. That, that's pretty solid, actually. That, like, that, that's a D&D thing. I'm gonna just write that down. For yeah. Uh, that Mouse Girl, you get the Olive Green Advocate. Thank you, the podcast it helps my mental health. You get the Copper Brown Gossip. Silent Secondary, you're going to get... Uh, the Crimson Provocateur. <laughs> you know? Valid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean hopped off board in search of all those One Piece milfs. You're going to get a Sand Yellow Angel. Ryan and Melena are eagerly awaiting for the 300th episode. Uh, you get the Ruby Red Prostitute Guardian of Fate. <laughs> oh. Oh, Roxanne, what are you doing? <laughs> You don't have to put on that red light. <laughs> Roscop, uh, you get the brown green. <laughs> um, does not a pretty color. Brown green goddess. Well, at least you're a goddess. I I suppose so. I suppose so. You know, little things. Uh, Remington Chase's laugh is my favorite sound. Thank you. Some positive affirmation about it for once. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. You you get the slate gray alchemist. I'd watch that. Yeah. Uh, poopy butthole. You are gonna get. The Midnight Blue Queen. Nightshade Blade wants to gush over magical girls. You're going to get the Fuchsia Artist. Monogatari has everything you guys uh, said you like in an anime. This week they do some things a very different way. You're going to get the Snowy Wounded Healer. Mike, you're going to get the Spring Green Rebel. (laughs) It sounds like a wrestler. (laughs) Miguel Delion, you get the Papaya Whip. Uh, Olympian. Making new Patreon accounts until you know. Sean shows Rem Healer Girl 03. Oh, fuck. fuck. So they're on multiple tiers. <laughs> <There's>... Oh, <laughs> no. What are they doing? Yeah, okay. All right. They're definitely... Oh, my God. All right. 03, 04, 02, and 01. Uh, well, 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 uh, you're gonna get Violet, Maroon, Plum, and Dark Orchid, uh, Hedonists. So you get four different hedonists <laughs> uh, of different colors. Uh, that, that's our, that's that's actually our uh, our our podcast's fan name. Are they're all the hedonists? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you have to be one to listen to us. Latinos had a time skip until next anime, so filler coming soon. You get the lawn green saboteur. <laughs> uh, Kugor, you are going. To... That's just that's just the neighbor who hates uh, how perfect his neighbor's lawn. Uh, yeah, is. <laughs> Kugor, you get the. Uh, yellow beggar. I finally remember to change this. Now what to make it? Spicitis. You're gonna get the cadet blue heroine. Drew, Drew, Drew. Uh, you said my name thrice, so you doomed. You get the coral Samaritan. Crowskirk. You get the aquamarine holy fool. Crimson Reapers, just because of the scythes, you're gonna get the navy liberator. Carver 271. You're gonna get the goldenrod knight. Blood Cell, not the protein shake loving, gym addicted, always angry white ones, the gamer sup scuzzling angels, the red ones. You're going to get the 
dim gray judge. Bling bing bang bling bing bang bling bing bang born bling bing bang bling bing bang bling bing bang born. Uh, you are gonna get the Seafoam Mediator. Beethoven 1201, <laughs> you're going to get the Indigo Martyr. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, Anonymous, you get the Peach Puff Mystic. Anime Mashup of the Week, The Girl I Like, Forgot, Love is War. You get the Linen Bullion Coward. Animated Z, you get the Bisque Entrepreneur. <laughs> I too feel like a Bisque Entrepreneur. <laughs> Se- I love a good Bisque. Second to none. <laughs> You get the Orchid Philosopher. Uh, now we move on to uh, the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where Sean, as Joey Wheeler, will tell you uh, the the name of, of your power, and I will tell you what it does. Uh, and you have to follow a different naming convention than I did, of course. Uh, I mean, that's pretty easy. All right, cool. We start with, uh, yeah. ra- no wait, we start with, Sean awoke my slumbering womanhood with his double tall loin latte. Starbuck, I cried. Dear God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so I'm giving you the name and you're describing the power? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, you're going to get, uh, your, your, it's called, uh, Funk Wave. <laughs> uh, you can simultaneously control the ocean and also make it some dope-ass colors. Uh, next we got Rowdyo. Uh, you get Muse. Uh, your, your thing is you can, uh, control the emotions of those around you. Next we got Fisher's Fritz Fished Frisch Fish Frisch Fish Fished Fisher's Fritz. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, your thing is that, uh, you, you are just the, the pumpkin from Yu-Gi-Oh. That, that's it. <laughs> that's the whole, that's what you are. That, that's just you. You're, you're big zombie pumpkin. That's yeah. who you are. Congratulations. Uh, next we got my dear old mom. Uh, your mom, uh, your mom is gonna get Fallout Boy. <laughs> uh, you have the power to nuke any country you want, but only once. Uh, don't Christ worry, once will be enough, because after that, probably everywhere it's getting to. Uh, finally, we got Blue Baron 15. Uh, you're going to get 30 seconds to Mars. Uh, your thing is that you have, uh, super speed, and you can fly, but you don't, you can't, like, stop yourself actively when flying, so, good luck. You, you either need to slow down naturally with air resistance, or unnaturally with impact. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it, impact is pretty natural. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning it's in. Just, it's just what happens after the impact <laughs> that you're not so, uh, not so thrilled about. If you want to reach out, whether it's you for know? a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always... Uh, don't fuck your sister. Do 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 do.